Hey, how's it going, everybody? How you doing? How how's life treating you? Made it through the first week of the year. Um, I don't know how we did it, but we did it, and that was always a fun time. But I'm pretty sure you guys are uh, sick of hearing about it at this point. It's pretty good time, I think, personally. Um, yeah. So how you guys been? What's what's it what's it like right now? Is it uh, snowed where you guys live? Because I know it did snow a couple of places here and there. You guys enjoying the ski season, which apparently is going to shit, apparently. Um, which is what everyone's kind of saying in the news right now. Uh, I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been uh, getting lost in the... It's a... It's a story about <clears throat> blues. I don't know if, who, if you guys are familiar with blues. Um, but, you know, it's a very passionate kind of artistic art form, I guess. Um, really cool. If I had to pick one instrument that I could ever master and fully learn, it would be the harmonica. Just because it's just, it's so much, it seems like so much fun to just riff in it. And the, the joke's always there that you're kind of a bum in jail, just kind of going... And it's just it's the the part that kind of excites me personally. <coughs> Still got the fucking cough, so don't mind the cough. But uh, yeah, no. So blues, we listen to a lot more of it, and I'm not the new kind of stuff. I mean, while it is good, I'm listening to more of the older kind of things, and. I only came across it, not came across it, but the only reason I started kind of listening to it is because um, of the legend of Robert Johnson. I don't know if anybody of you guys know it or have ever heard of it, um, but we all know the 27 Club, which is kind of the <laughs> the big famous musical prodigies of 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 what what a lot of people can consider like a bunch of time. Um, whenever someone is young but super talented and they die at 27 mysteriously or unmysteriously. But that that drew me into it just because I was wondering kind of how, how it got started and where it got started from. Because I just... I'm, I'm into the morbid, I guess. But the 27 Club, if you guys aren't aware of this, it consists of members uh like... Famous people like Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Amy Winehouse, Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison. Um, man, it, it goes on and on personally. And it mainly, it seems like it affects a lot of, a lot of musicians more so than anyone else. Granted, you know, now it's been pretty much anyone who's mildly famous and dies at 27 for some reason you know, becomes a uh, member of the 27, the 27 Club or whatever it is. But the uh, the kind of weird thing is it was started, it was started in uh, 1938, actually, by a man named Robert Johnson. Now, Robin Johnson, Robert Johnson was a, uh, he was a, he was a well, well-known kid from, from some backwoods town, and I think it's it's in Missouri or Mississippi, one of those two. But he couldn't play a, a lick to save his life, 
Now, I, I, I can't say anything myself because I'm not an instruments person. I've tried multiple times to learn the uh, guitar, the, the ukulele, the what have you, basically. But I, I can't. I My fingers are just ten toes going back and forth and dragging. And it's it's not a pretty sight at all. Which apparently is how Robert Johnson played um, whenever everyone knew him. I mean, he would hang around the bars, around the... The night, the kind of nightlife in small, quiet towns, um, everyone kind of knew him in this local area. But every so often, whenever the performers put down their their uh, guitars and stuff, he would ask to play because being a black man in the 30s, I mean in the 20s at that point, um, it's kind of hard for you to come by your own instrument. So he would ask the musicians; they would let him let him play, you know, let let the kid have some fun, and multiple accounts a lot of people said that he he played the most disastrous terrible music um that anybody had ever ever heard on a guitar i mean they they just kind of they thought that this kid they they, they couldn't even be nice to this kid yeah one of the one of the accounts said that um it's just an atrocious noise and people would actually start yelling at him to stop because it was just so bad um so, I mean, Johnson stayed there and st- stayed doing his thing, you know, working around, being around the people. And eventually he got his own guitar, which is kind of a beat-up thing, I guess. But legend has it that he just up and disappeared um, into the into the ether. Came back about a year and a half later, I, I believe is what people say. But he came back a year and a half later and... I mean, there was, he was a changed person. Um, like most of his life was was a mystery. I mean, there, public records have shown that, you know, he's married once, uh, had a wife. You know, they loved each other a lot. Everyone knew her. I think she died in childbirth, which is what I've been hearing, and uh, I think the kid did too, or something like that. So you know, going through a troubled life beforehand. And then just disappearing out of nowhere. No public... Like, they barely found his, his death certificate at one point. And that was in the 70s or something like that. That they uncovered it. But the death, the reason of death was unknown. But we'll get, that, we'll get to that in a bit. But for some reason, he came back and went in the same bars. The same people, everything, in a year and a half. And people swore up and down. I mean, he must have been... <coughs> he must have been playing some kind of trick there's someone behind the wall playing while he was going but he made things look so simple and his melodies his his rhythms his strumming was it was insane to people and back then and even to now like a lot of people famous guitarists right now um say that the first time they ever heard robert johnson play it was like there was no way that it could be one person just playing this i mean he dude this guy played like if it was two or three guitars in one song, but it was all him. Just his fingers going and playing these complicated tunes with his hand and you know, it was just general being pretty pretty good at the, at the damn at the damn guitar and singing and I mean by our standards of course, you know, it's nothing amazing the vocals I guess, but 
you know, for what it was, for who it was, he's influenced so many people just because of it. And a lot of people actually said that Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil. That's his claim to fame. That's his, that's why he got so good, went as fast as he could, and when he did. Um, legend has it that he went down <coughs> just picking, strumming his guitar. Uh, he was at a crossroads in some old dirt road in whatever state that they were at, near, kind of nearby, not, not too near. But he started just strumming and picking it, and according to what people say, um, I mean, of course, there was no eyewitness accounts of this, so this is why a lot of people think that it's just folklore and someone who was bad and then turned good. You know, it's always nice to kind of spice it up, I guess. But so apparently the devil or a man in a suit, with black tie, black, black suit, white shirt, you know, your typical slim, handsome kind of person walked up to him, asked him to play his guitar and strummed a little bit and handed it back to him. And they struck a deal. Sure enough, uh, he, that was the devil. Um, so th- this this guy's claim to fame is he sold his soul to the devil to be able to play the guitar. Um, which, I mean, it makes sense. A young guy... Desperate might have done it, but everyone just, like they, that was the, their only explanation for this. They had he had to have he had to have sold his soul, and it doesn't help that Robert Johnson had some songs, which I mean, he has really good songs. He only had I think twenty twenty nine or twenty something songs, but he has some really good songs with really good you know courses and. It, the the chords, chord progressions, and everything are just amazing, but um, of course, it wasn't without any major repercussions or anything. People noticed it, especially because of the names of his songs. He has some songs that are, let me see. There's his famous one, which is Crossroads Blues. Um, that song kind of details this story exactly what what he was saying is he was just playing some man came by kind of helped him out and he sold his soul to the devil apparently um he has me and the devil blues which is his last song that people kind of debated saying that that was the final part of the trilogy because i mean whenever you sell the soul to the devil of course it can't all be good it won't all be good you know something bad's gonna happen to you but uh Johnson would never stay in one spot. He would just keep going, going from town to town, just playing about. He ended up recording some some songs. <laughs> and uh, the reason for, you know, the stories of why he kept moving around and doing all that is that he was trying to get away from the devil. Because he did soul so well, and he knew that the devil was going to, you know, cash in what he wanted. So the song Hellhound on My Trail by by Robert Johnson was another thing that kind of led people to believe that he was just trying to run away from things, um, run away from something, whether it might be an actual hellhound or whatever it is. But this story is just pretty cool, I think, personally. And a lot of people say the the, the circumstances around his death, like I said, (coughs) journalists found this death certificate 
in some podunk county office, I believe it was, and, you know, it belonged to Robert Johnson. And there's only two ever, there's only ever two verified pictures of this man. Um, ever. I mean, you look him up and it's just the same two. Anything. I mean, of course, other people have sworn that, you know, there's other, there's other pictures in it, all of that. But, there, there's just such an aura of mystery around this guy. Um, and the, the cause of death is unknown on the on the autopsy, autopsy report, the coroner's report, which some say that it could be paired down to the fact that he was an African male in the African American male in the 30s, because I think he died in 38. So I mean, no one cared, no one gave a shit. Um, that's just the truth. Don't don't get mad at me, but that was just the truth. <coughs> and some say that he was messing with a married woman, and the husband killed him by poisoning him and his liquor because he did drink like a fish. Because if you're the, if the hell if the hellhounds and the devil are chasing you, I mean I don't think it's a bad idea not to drink. Um, I don't think it's a bad idea to drink. I mean, like I would definitely be drinking like a fucking fish if that was if that was happening to me. But for some reason, after no one saw anything, the he just died um, after drinking a bottle of alcohol, or a little bit of alcohol that night. So, you know, lo and behold, the lore comes through, and people are just saying that he made struck a deal with the devil. Devil killed him, but in a you know devilish way of having someone do the work for him, pretty much. And yeah, I mean. It was just, it's insane to read about this guy. But then the other members of the 27 Club, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, the 27 Club includes people, like I said, like Amy Winehouse, who had an um, incredible voice. Um, it's just the the amount of feeling in her. And she skyrocketed, she skyrocketed so, so high. Um, and it's not to say that everyone who struck a deal with the devil, you know, not everyone in the 27 Club struck a deal with the devil. But, um... It's just... It's interesting to see patterns. I mean, you, you kind of look back and... You look at history and you see patterns up and down of... Tyrants, not tyrants. Peace. Something bad happens. Tyrants. You know, all that. It kind of... Life isn't up and down. And it's always going to be up and down. And things are always going to kind of... I don't believe they fully circle around. I just think it's it's going to be good and then it's going to be bad. And then it's going to be good again. And that's, that's all you got to hope for and wish for. But it progressively kind of keeps, keeps going up. <coughs> but, the I mean, other members like Jimi Hendrix, who has inspired so many people on guitar as well. Kurt Cobain, um was a phenomenal guitarist and uh, you know Nirvana's amazing so I've heard I'm not too into them but it's just been something that I've been I've been researching lately and then it's it's gotten me into the uh down the rabbit hole <laughs> been going down the rabbit hole for sure about demonology and all that not to say that I believe in it or anything but 
hey, if uh, the devil wants to supply me some money, then I might not say no. Who knows? But, uh... <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, who knows? I might join the fucking 27 Club. If I come out playing the harmonica like a motherfucker, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna die young. Because I definitely sold my, uh, sold my soul there. But... Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so, so different to see all of, because we kind of grow up around Judeo kind of Christian things, um, you know, your Christianity, your Catholicism, your Judaism, all of that, even, it, like, Islamic faiths and other faiths <coughs> are kind of all, any, any Abrahamic religion which is based on, you know, you have to have Abraham there to be kind of a prophet of, of Jesus, of of God, of a God, whatever God it may be. But it it's definitely different to to delve into other things such as, you know, in in high school and all that they they make you go to the Greek Greek mythology usually, or sometimes some places might bring up Native American mythology and. Other places, you know, might never do that. But I think it's pretty cool to, to explore the other sides of things. Mainly because they had such storytelling abilities. Um, I think that it's it's pretty cool to know. And a big reason why I like... My computer's kind of going off right now. Give me a sec. Ah, <coughs> fuck. I swear to God. I am negative, to be honest. Um, well, last time I got checked, it was like a month ago, but I should be. I don't really do much anymore. My uh, days consist of going to work, coming home, and uh, writing. I've been I've been writing a lot lately. Pretty proud of myself. Um, what was that? Yeah. So demonology. Um, you know, like I said, in high school, you learn about Greek mythology and all of that, and they're all stories. It's it's just all a bunch of stories. It's the art of story storytelling is what I think religion is, um, which isn't a bad thing. I think storytelling is you know the best way to communicate anything to anyone. You know, you always get around with your with your buddies or your friends, or your gal pals or whatever, and you tell stories about your day about. You know what's going on with your family, and then sometimes you guys just get together and make make up stories. And I think storytelling is an art that we're always gonna have, hopefully, unless we're not all shoved into our uh, cell phones all the time or quarantined, which is why I think a lot of people are losing their shit. And so yeah, I mean, I, I I've always enjoyed learning about different gods and their connections and how they how they benefited people or how they didn't and the explanation of why you know the moon is where it's at which is explained in so many different ways in so many different religions and cultures and things like that but paganism is super interesting to me as well just because of their their rituals and their other their beliefs and there are so many little pieces here and there of differences. Um, in high school, I read Dante's Inferno. I'm not saying that you know I'm learned or anything because I'm definitely not. But um, 
yeah, no, Dante's Inferno is really cool to me just because it explained how, you know, you usually kind of go through things with this whole, like I said, Judeo-Christian values, good versus bad, it's, you always have to be good because if not, the bad's going to come for you, or you're going to go to a bad place and, um, you know, God's all-powerful, all-loving, all-creating, all-knowing, and he loves you, but if you fuck up one time and masturbate or have premarital sex, then, uh, you will go to hell, and, um, yeah, that to me never, yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's a simple, and I can see why people like it, but I just never, I never wanted to keep subscribing to that, just because of the fact that th there's gotta be more, there definitely has to be more, I'm not saying that, you know, there's nothing, there has to be, well, I, I'm a firm believer in there's something, but I don't think anybody has it exactly right, um, and for all we know, it might just be the fucking aliens that the that the government is slowly, slowly teasing us as a release on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been... A cool thing is, uh, in Dante's Inferno, if you guys haven't ever read it or anything, is they depict hell in a different light. So there's nine circle, nine inner rings of hell, which is basically kind of progressions of... Um, you know, kind of least punishment, because, you know, you didn't really do anything wrong, you didn't really do anything different or bad that you should be punished for it, but, you know, you're not good enough that you're going to get into purgatory or, or or heaven, which, in my viewpoint, if if I, uh, if I end up going to a heaven type thing, and I see the people that supposedly are going, that they keep saying that they're going to go to heaven um, while they're down here, then uh, I'd honestly rather go to hell. Especially if, if the Dante's Inferno kind of thing goes on. Um, so the first and second rings of hell are kind of like your your thinkers, your philosophers, your general people that just didn't care enough to go to church or didn't care enough to fully de commit themselves. Or, you know, they're, they're, it's just people like you and me. We just kind of walk around, we're doing our thing, we're living... Um, you know, who fucking cares? If, if there is one, there is one. If there's not, there's not. Just because you don't believe in a god doesn't mean that you're just going to instantly start raping, murdering, and killing anyone out there. Um, you know, you, you can still have morals without... Um, you can still have morals without having or needing a religion or a religious organization to... Uh, to basically tell you what's right and what's wrong. Um, I believe that we were born knowing what's right and wrong. But, eh, kind of in a way, I believe that we know enough, but then eventually at some point we just kind of turn it around and say, fuck it, and say, see what's gonna, like, let's see what's gonna happen. Which I think is what, like, your, your early, early young adult kind of years are for, um, you just kind of fucking send it. You do some weird shit. You do something that you never thought you would do. You might like it. You might not. Who knows at this point. Um, but li life's an experiment. Um, you really have to just keep trying at different things to 
you know, just be able to be yourself and be okay with it. Got a little preachy there. Fuck. So Dante's Inferno. Um, you know, it, it progressively goes down and lower and lower, you know, into piece bits and pieces of hell. Kind of explaining more in depth, you know, if you uh, committed the sin of lust or a grave sin of lust. And that's a different thing. Like, it has different various variables of, you know, how, bad you're, how badly you're going to get punished by how badly you kind of wronged in that said, you know, respect. Uh, that's where the uh, the seven deadly sins came from. The pride, wrath, lust, envy, gluttony, uh, envy, and greed, I think it was. I might have fucked that up, honestly. Let's see, uh, pride, wrath, envy, gluttony, lust, sloth, ah, shit, did I say greed already? I don't know, if you want to fucking learn learn about them, just, just watch the movie Seven with Brad Pitt and, uh, oh, good old... Kid touching uh, Kevin Spacey right there. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it, it it explains it in gra- gravitude. Gravi- graviton. The worst, the worst, like you commit for one of those kinds of things. The worst that you're gonna get punished. Like I think in the lust one, there was a couple who, every time they get closer to each other, they end up getting more and more in pain. I believe it is. Um, so they always have to be a certain amount of distance from each other, but it's not a far enough distance that, you know, they can't see each other. So they'll always kind of yearn for each other and want to get closer to each other, but they can't because there's always going to be some kind of pain inflicted upon them for doing it. So that's kind of a cool little thing. Um, you know, if you're into torture, that's kind of a nice little, little thought there. Um, I would never advocate for anyone to torture anyone. I'm just saying it's kind of a cool idea, a cool little little thing there. For um, later on, there's actually a thing that that said that there was four or seven princes of hell. So it's not all like the devil is one thing, but in the in a way, I think it was Saint Thomas Aquinas who said this. Um, the seven princes of hell are kind of the king of their sin in a way. So it's oh, let me see. I don't. I don't want to fuck this up. So I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Seven princes, princes of hell. Ha, I typed in. Uh, the word seven, and then, <laughs> and then number seven. That's fucking great. So let's see. Uh, the seven princes of hell, also known as the seven leaders of hell, seven kings of hell. They're the highest authority in hell, even above ours, Gochia, another demon and fallen angel. Um... Even though it's called the Seven Princes, there had always been more than seven. But blah blah blah. For the sake of this shit, I'm gonna just gonna fucking mention the seven. 
Um, let me see. So you got Lucifer. Uh, he is for sure, of course, the most well-known and well-beloved, I guess, in a way. Um, but he's the, he represents the sin of pride. Um, of course, everyone knows him. He's a fallen angel. Fall, fallen angel, favorite son of God, who fucking just thought that he could do better than the good old dad and got the fucking shit can um, down to hell. Which is the cool part. Because in Dante's Inferno, I don't know if you guys are actually going to fucking read it or not. I, I, I don't know if you guys should or not. Just listen to it if you actually get the chance to. Um, but Lucifer is actually just kind of frozen in a block of ice. Because he, he just he fucked up so bad that he's kind of a little hot-headed, I guess. So they... Uh, punished him by putting him in a block of ice and I mean he's also like pride vanity and wrath so I mean of course it makes sense they don't want him escaping or anything just to create any bad things uh you got Belphegor who is uh the prince of sloth um and sloth has always been kind of a weird one for me I don't know the the sin of sloth has always just been kind of interesting because where do you draw the line like where where exactly do you draw the line of how lazy you are i mean in in the christian sense of course you you got sloth that you know laziness towards your love of god but then what do you, what, what do people do now that they don't really believe in a god which I don't know. The if you renounce it, then are you being lazy for it? Are you doing something else? Um, I I just don't get. It. I I don't see where I'm. This is a, this is the shit that made me start questioning this shit at 13 years old, and uh, it's been a wild trip ever since. You got Mammon. Mammon, Mammon, Gabriel. Uh, he is the sin of the prince of greed, um, which of course we all kind of understand that, and uh, that's uh, who's going to be taking care of all these TikTokers out here making all this money for no reason. You uh, and and the YouTubers. You heard me, Mr. Beast and uh, David Dobrik. Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never even seen a fucking video of theirs, or I, I barely know anything about them. I uh, I just think it's stupid how people kind of worship them for having a lot of money, but how are they going to get that money with... It's just people literally following them and watching their shit. That's it. And if you want that kind of money, just be charismatic on, on the camera. I mean, it doesn't always work, but... I'm assuming that's how they got there and how they got that big. I honestly didn't even fucking ever hear about David Dobrik or Mr. Beast about anything about them. Anything at all. Until, I believe it was at the beginning of the pandemic when everyone was kind of shut down. For some reason on Twitter, there was a huge, you know, if you're suffering, get like let me give you money, but you got to retweet and like my stuff and blah, 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 blah. Which I think is just fucking stupid. You're just getting attention and giving out a hundred bucks. Don't get me wrong. hundred bucks might be helpful for people. 
But if you're just gonna give out a hundred bucks, then just just give it out. You don't need a fucking you don't need retweets. You don't need fucking likes. You already got millions, apparently. Since most of their videos are about how much money they spend in a video. So it's just, it's insane to me to think that these people actually exist and people still kind of worship them and idolize them. Um, but I guess it's going back to it. I don't like the idea of idolizing anything. Um, we're all human. And then this is why people kind of get into this whole thing where uh, if someone's rich or someone's famous, they should always be willing and ready to help people out. Like, no, dude, they got famous and rich because they they worked for it. And they got it. And sure, it might have been luck sometimes, but they fucking did it. They did the damn thing. They're, they're not entitled. They, they don't have no fucking thing, no reason to be helping you. Who isn't helping yourself? Anyways. I don't know. You got Beelzebub. Which is honestly my favorite uh, one of these words. Just because, uh, I don't know, it's just fun to say. Like, this is Beelzebub. <laughs> it doesn't even sound like a fucking demon. He just kind of sounds like someone's pet. Well, this is my uh, this is my pet, Beelz, Beelzebub. Which actually, Beelz is a song by a musical comedian called Stephen Lynch. It's pretty funny, not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, Beelzebub is for gluttony. He also partially does envy, greed, and pride, which, I mean, I guess it goes with gluttony because it's not just eating or overindulging yourself in food per se. It's just overindulgence in anything. Um, but yeah, then you got Satan, which is probably the most well-known as behind Lucifer or more so, more more known than Lucifer. I'm not too sure which one. We all think of them as the, same, as the same person, but apparently they're different, which is, again, pretty cool, which is why I'm into this stuff. But uh, Satan is for wrath, also pride, which, is, of course, is why Satan and Lucifer always get kind of intertwined. Um, but, you know, he's just kind of your overarching base of shit. Uh, yeah. You got Leviathan, which he always... Uh, if you've known of what a Leviathan is or anything like that, it's always kind of a giant serpent thing. Um, which is kind of the depiction of it, and you would never think that Leviathan would be a giant serpent, ocean-dwelling sea kind of creature thing in hell, which is supposed to always be burning. But again, different levels, different punishments, different kind of, uh, air quote, ecosystems, uh, quote-unquote, I guess. So, it makes sense, Leviathan. And a lot of people think that he is, or that Leviathan is the uh, gates of hell. You have to pass through them to go through hell. But, that's envy. I don't know how. But it just it just happens. I'm not too sure. I'm telling you, I, this is why I'm, I'm into this, and I just keep reading into it even more than I probably should be. And then you got As, Asmodeus. Asmodeus? Asmodeus? Also known as Asmodee, Chamadai, Sinodai, Saker, Saturn, and Mark, Morolf, Morolf, and Markov? I don't know. These fucking names are weird. But, 
pretty cool actually. But yeah, no. So they're lust, and this one's cool because he's he. They don't have like an actual shape. Like they have three or four heads. They always change. One can be human. One can be a dog. One can be a goat. And it's just it switches so much. Um, I don't believe it's like actually humanoid in its figure. Um, it's more goat-like, and I don't know why it does lust. I think it's just because it craves and needs, you know, people feeding off of each other or people feeding off of it, I guess. Well, I mean, I don't know. They they all kind of seem like they'd be, they'd be into that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've just been binging the shit out of these demonology things. No reason. I don't know why I'm into it either. I'll be honest. But um, yeah, it's it's been a fun time personally. Uh, what else? Oh yeah. Uh, did I fucking call it? The uh, Seahawks are gonna lose to the Rams because we always fucking do, even after uh, Jamal Adams. Quite arguably did just fucking take a pop shot at um, the old backup quarterback there, Wolford. Which, <laughs> poor fucker, man. I mean, imagine you're, uh, you work your, your, you work your way through, working a finance job, still as a backup quarterback, and then they finally, you finally get the call, and you're ready to go. You go in, you beat the Rams, I mean, not the Rams, you beat the Cardinals, in a, for a spot in the playoffs, you knock Kyler Murray off and DeAndre Hopkins off. You retire Larry Fitzgerald, and you're going. Jared Goff, it seems like, isn't going to come back because of a surgery on a broken thumb. And then, even as Jared Goff, the starting quarterback for a couple of years already, is declared um, active on the roster, even then... You're picked as a fucking starter. You're given a second chance, buddy. You're you're gonna make it into the big leagues if you do good. And one fucking hit, and you immediately get sent to the hospital. That shit is just that's wild to me. But hey, props to props to Goff. Um, props to Cam Akers. That that fucker is that dude is just a monster. He's he's gonna do good. Especially on the Rams, because they kind of need it. I mean, they also have, like, Henderson and Brown, but he's going to do good in there. But, fucking, Seattle couldn't do shit. Our defense was actually waking up finally. But the offense just struggled. I don't I don't buy into this, this love of Chris Carson. I don't think he's, I don't think he's, he's right for it, personally. But, hey, what do I know? I'm not a fucking professional. Um... I like Hyde a lot. I like Homer. Uh, if we can get Penny in a little bit more, that'd be kind of nice. But I, I'm not a big, big fan of Carson, personally. Um, but history was made twice this weekend, I believe it was. Um, Bills made it on, not just only into the playoffs, but they actually made it to the divisional round, which. That's my fucking team now. I don't care who it is. Who, I don't care what you guys say. I think the Bills should be taking it, and they're, they're the ones that do deserve this. Um, they're up against the Rams, which is going to be a little bit difficult, and I'm I'm definitely going to be watching that one. But uh, 
I'll definitely take the uh, the Bills over the Ravens this weekend. Let's see what else we got. Uh, divisional round NFL. Let's see the fucking Browns making it into the wild card week, super wild, super wild card weekend, and still beating the Steelers. Like Big Ben throwing 500 yards, these fucking wide receivers doing work, but still, I don't know how it was. It was messy at the beginning, but Jesus fuck, I'm proud of the Browns. Now, if they could beat the Chiefs, I would be super unhappy. I don't want them to beat them. I don't. I don't want the Chiefs to win. I don't want them to go again because I just don't think they've deserved it. Um, the Dolphins almost took them out. I believe the Jets put up a fight up against them. I, they, I don't believe that the Chiefs honestly have been tested at all. And I don't really think they're worth it, personally. Uh, Drew Brees and the Saints are gonna meet. Fucking. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, that that's. I'll be. I'll tell you something. I hate both of them, just because of the the amount of ass kissing that the that the commenters do. It's it's insane to me. I, it bug it bugs the fuck out of me. Like just talk about the players, talk about the team, but don't make excuses for them. I know they're old. I know they've been there forever. These two are like. Future Hall of Famers. We all know it. We don't have to fucking keep saying it every sentence. Or any hit against either. This one's going to be an interesting one because any hit against either quarterback is probably going to be a, a penalty or a flag. So both sides might have a lot of penalty yards. I'm just spitballing. I don't know. But I'm just kind of going for it at this point. But uh, between the Buccaneers and Saints... I, I don't like either one. I don't want Saints to get a, a big head. Um, because I personally enjoy seeing them lose every year on the playoffs. <laughs> um, but the Buccaneers might put up a good fight. They might win. Because, you know, Brady and his fucking luck. Um, I just don't want them to win because they also sold out everything to get Brady in a super team. So that's not my, my thing. Hope the Browns beat the Chiefs, because fuck the Chiefs. Um, Bills over Ravens, of course. And then Packers are obviously going to wreck the Rams. Aaron Donald is a phenomenal player. One, arguably one of the best players in the league overall. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to do super amazing against the Packers. I think they'll put up a decent fight. But uh, Aaron Rodgers and... They just have so many weapons, so many things going for them that I think they're they're taking it for sure. Um, what else? You have one song for this. I can't remember what song it was though. I'll be honest. Oh, so there's this new group that I've been listening to called Half Alive. I think. Let me see. Yeah. Group is called Half Alive. Um, their main song that I've that I've listened to and I've fallen over is uh, "Still Feel." Now, if you if you listen to the song, it's a good song. Don't get me wrong; really funky beats, really cool. But the music video is what got me sold onto it. Is because they're it's the three guys in this group, and they're just 
they're dancing, they're choreographed, they're they're hitting all their marks and their points, and that to me just made me happy to watch. And I've I've been watching it on rewatching it lately, and it's definitely a fun a fun time to to kind of look at them. Plus, they have other songs, Creature, um, Arrow, The Fall, but for sure, for sure, the song of the week is uh, Still Feel by by Half Alive. So uh, if if you're keen to it, go ahead and check them out. Um, I am excited for uh, this next week just to see uh, what's going to go on at the uh, good old, uh, what the fuck's it called? The Inauguration. Um, let's see uh, what other kind of wild shit they pulled off in the in the last second. But, uh, oh yeah, Andrew Yang is uh, my boy Yang. My, my boy Yang. I, if you knew me back during the election time, during the primaries, you know uh, Yang. Yang is my boy for a long time. But uh, just announced that he's running for mayor of New York. So uh, that's exciting. That's going to give me something to actually look forward to and look at. And I don't live in New York. I can't vote in New York or anything. But God damn it, I want him to win that. Because he deserves it. He he really got snubbed for the for the primary for the presidential primaries because his main talking point, which is of course the universal basic income of two thousand dollars a year a month or a thousand dollars a month, I'm sorry, uh, is now being floated around, which at that time people fucking hated and thought it was the stupidest idea and that he's insane and. This outsider is trying to trying to create some problems or whatever is now uh, the main talking point for anyone trying to run for politics. Just saying, hey, you vote for me, you'll get a grand or two. And then even then, Bernie bros take it, take it over and just kind of started using it as their own idea as Bernie fucking touting it. Nah, fuck that shit. That was my boy Yang. But either way, I'm excited to see... Uh, how that how that turns out and uh yeah i mean i hope you guys have a good rest of the week i am trying to figure out whether i'm just going to do a separate email for questions or anything like that um i have been you know getting some feedback from you guys so that's pretty cool um didn't expect to be reaching as many people as i have been reaching so it's it's always fun but um yeah, I've, I kind of want to see if I can set up a separate email or do something like that just so that I can get my uh, a proper channel, I guess. Because I feel like going off of my uh, social media isn't the best thing. But it's working for now. So uh, I'll end it on... Follow me on uh, Twitter, little Carlos Chico. All, all together, no spaces, no, no nothing else. Uh, my Instagram is going to be Carlito L A L V, and uh, I mean, I, you you can do Facebook, but I'm not gonna check your Facebook, or I'm not, I don't check that at all. Every so often, I'll get on it. I think I think it's it's good enough to get some some uh, interactions every so often, and that's just for my family to uh know that i'm not dead every once in a while but uh yeah so i mean like i said hope you guys have a good week and we'll catch you guys next week